Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. So fasten your seatbelt. Here we go one more time. Pat Cashman, Lisa Foster. Speaking of seatbelts, Lisa, did, did you see this story? And I know you do because you've, you've seen this. this is a few weeks ago. Right. A three-year-old boy kicked off an airplane after refusing to buckle his seatbelt while the aircraft was taxiing on the runway. I did see this. He's three years old. Yes. Three years old, Lisa Foster. Yeah, he threw a tantrum and... He wasn't on the plane by himself. His parents were there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the dad said, yeah, well, I guess my son was a little bit cranky because he wanted to be near me uh, during the takeoff. But but he says the crew aboard the flight out of Seattle was even crankier than his kid. And Mm -hmm. and the guy said, I tried putting him in his seat. I put his seatbelt on, but he was being cranky. And I, so I just, uh, well, anyway, long story short, they said, sir, get your kid off the plane. Yeah, they, they turned the plane around and went back to the gate and said, you know, you can't. Apparently, the child was playing with an iPad, and there is a point when you have to turn off your electronics before. Well, that's what it was, huh? Exactly. And, of course, the moment the iPad was turned off, the child threw a tantrum and uh, couldn't be restrained uh, so what by are you the say- parents. Are you saying that we should ban iPads? <laughs> on this planet <laughs> I, i'm i'm not really sure because i you know i i have um like I, every story there is a bit of gray area the you want to say ah oh, the airlines are a bunch of jackasses right. or these parents were a bunch of jackasses for letting their kid be so cranky uh there we never you never really know what the exact story is because you can't be in everybody's head my, uh, having said that um I, you know, there are other people on the plane who paid the same money you did, and they mm-hmm. should be able to enjoy themselves uh, without uh, the irritant of um, of a cranky three-year-old. As a parent, um, you're kind of in a pickle when you're on a plane, though. What do you do? I imagine you are. Um, take, take them back into the, the restroom as soon as you can and... And uh, keep them confined in there. People need to use the restroom. So I, I, I understand. And there's a couple of issues going on here. And I think one of the things that people uh, are, are taking umbrage with on this particular story is that the father uh, ended up saying he felt humiliated. And <clears throat> the mother as well. Instead of apologize, I, I'm, I'm, I'm humiliated by the airlines, <clears throat> not humiliated by the fact that the son was so cranky. And in, in, in defending the actions... And instead of apologizing and um, understanding that it was disruptive, sorry, um, I hit my hit my 
Oh, I hit my funny bone right oh. on this table leg here. Oh, that's, man. That's good because this is about to get funnier. Why do they call it a funny bone? There's nothing so funny no, about it. funny about no. it at all. It's your humorous bone. Maybe that's where they got the funny part from it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I suppose. But this, uh, it, it, as I brought this story up, I'm seeing that this um, is more than just a, oh, isn't that an interesting story to yes. you? Yes, it is. Um, Why is that? Because I had a, 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 a situation with... Uh, parents and children on a flight uh this happened uh just a, a few you know a couple weeks ago a few weeks ago because we as we've been telling people on these podcasts you in your real life this isn't the real life no i'm a movie star in my real life well, yes you are i'm a rock star in my real life but uh you uh have a uh a position with a company that means that you have to travel a great deal correct so you're always on planes you're always, always in the airport you're always right. going places and and in previous podcasts, you've told us some some stories that really defy my belief. They're just uh, the the woman that uh, wanted uh, to kill you, for example, because she was using my air vent. Yeah, and I told her to knock it off. And I think I told you at the time. I said, "Well, that that's an aberration. That stuff doesn't isn't going to happen typically to you." But then, yes, it sounds like so, uh, lightning struck. Uh, yeah, again. And and this was um, this was. Enormously upsetting on a personal level, but it really raises a lot of questions. And I, I've been doing a lot of thinking about this this situation in terms of, you know, how how do we react as a society to things that are are maybe not socially acceptable? Are we are we the sheriffs for how other people behave? Okay, now before we get into those questions, yes, let's just tell us yes. the story as best you can because so I know it's not easy to talk about. Yeah, this this particular flight, uh, I I knew was going to be trouble. I just knew it was going to be trouble coming into the boarding area. There was a family, uh, a mother and a father and their three children who were in the boarding area. The children just were running roughshod over everybody and everything and screaming while the mother was texting and the father was pretty much trying to fall asleep. Okay. Good. So I thought, all right, I'm going to make sure that I don't sit next to these people. <laughs> make damn sure that doesn't happen. Uh, I was on a Southwest flight, which is open seating. You aren't assigned uh, seating. So I thought well, my chances of not having to sit next to them are pretty good. However, I was one of the last people to board. Well, why were you one of the last people to board? Because I had a boarding card that oh. put me in a group that was okay. one so of the last So you didn't have people. any choice about right. when you could board. Because yeah. if you had had the choice, you would have said, I'm going to get on as fast as I can. No, I would have gotten on. I still thought getting on last was best because I could position myself away from them, not yeah. knowing how full the flight was. Or get on, stand in line right behind them, and then you yes. see where they plant themselves, and you keep going. Exactly. Yeah. Um, as it turned out, the only available seat in the aisle was next to the mother and her three-year-old. Oh! The father and the two boys were in front of us. So I thought, all right, I'll make the best of it. It's a three-hour flight. I have work to do. I'll get my laptop out and just deal with it. The children were very loud. and How loud? Well, I mean, what were they doing? Just <laughs> screaming and they, yelling? They weren't upset. They were just very, very loud. Um, plus, there was talking between the seats, so the mother, the whole family was loud, just just loud. Were you seated next to them or just behind them? Or? Next to the mother and her three-year-old. Oh, the boy. father and the two boys were up Oh, front. boy. You know what? I'd rather, um, and, sit, I'd rather sit next to a 600-pound guy Well, I'm getting to that, that configuration. I'm getting to that because she, she would disagree with you. 
I will I will tell you what she told me. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. How she insulted so, so me. You're, so now you're on the plane. The mom is there with the three year old, and, and where, where's the dad and the other two kids? In the in in, in the row in front of us. Okay. Uh, and this this is a this is the kind of woman who is, um, uh, speaks very loudly to her children because she thinks I I, I almost thought maybe the child was deaf. That is how loudly. She was speaking to the child so that everybody around her could hear her interacting with mm -hmm. her children. Yeah. It, just enormously annoying. That, somehow, but, to me, that uh, that means that they want everybody to know that, yes. that they have a kid and yes. I'm a really cool parent yes. and look how I'm yes. talking to them. All right. Aren't so I, I can, I can, I guess, deal with that. Um, and the children were just noisy, noisy, noisy. 20 minutes into the flight, I decided that um, I'm going to try to get some work done. I have an article I'm writing about Peculiar Podcast. Hey, can I ask you uh, again where you were seated? I was seated in the aisle seat. Oh, you're in the aisle. Okay. The mother is next to me. Okay. Her three-year-old child. Is by the window. Adorable child, I might add, mm -hmm. is by the window. Yeah, okay. Her other two adorable the children. The easier to hurl him out. The other two children, adorable children, are in the seat in front of us, and the father is in sitting directly in front of me. And falling asleep. And falling asleep. So there was there were books and toys and games and all and children being exchanged back and over the seats and um, a continuous disruption and distraction mm -hmm. to the point where I'm I'm seeing uh, people around me kind of going, "Come on, people!" Yeah. And and I tend to. Um, try to keep quiet in these situations, but this was. Um, one of those moments where I thought, I, I I really want to say, you know, please. And I thought, I just am not comfortable. So I tried to put my finger to my lips anytime I could catch the child's in, eye. In the universal symbol of right. be, be quiet, be and a I, little quieter. And I smiled and put my finger to my lips. And I did this every time her mother would lean forward to grab more cookies out of the seat back pocket. So... And the little girl would smile back at me, and everything was cool. I remember one time I was on a plane, and I heard this guy behind us. My wife and I are just talking in normal tone, and, this, and I keep hearing, shh, shh, behind us. And I finally get annoyed enough to look over the seat, and yeah. the guy's not shushing us. He's, He's passing gas back there. <laughs> well, I might have been doing that, too, but I really was shushing her. And but you're being polite. You're just being gentle. You're not saying, "Hey, shut up, would you?" Right. Right. Restrained. She caught. She caught me the third time I did it. The this, mom did. She caught me the third time, and that's when it all went down. That's when, I I I per personally believe she completely overreacted to it. I I think she was being a good mama bear, but in a sense, this brings me back to my question of why do parents defend? their children if they are causing such you know um so she basically turned to me after she caught me doing that yeah and said very loudly don't ever shush my daughter how dare you don't ever do it again and we're of course inches from each other we're in in nose an airline to, nose seat. to nose yeah and i kind of turned back and kept typing and working on my laptop so you didn't respond to that and i i just thought i would i didn't really know what to say and she decided to take it a step further because she was obviously very insulted and upset. And she said, and another thing, you know, this armrest thing, because she's sitting right next to me. Right. Um, I just, I can't even get my arm on here. You're too fat to be sitting in this seat. Oh, no. And she said, you need to um, get 
two seats. Like I got for my daughter and I, I got two seats. You need to get a seat for yourself and one for your thighs. Oh, geez. And I have to say. So what are you say, supposed to say? Okay, well, you know what? I'll lose weight right now and I'll be fine I, I in just a moment. I have to say that, that it was, um, it, it's, it's Man, hurtful. To, it's hurtful to talk about it because that is sensitive. But I got to tell you something. I got I got to give her kudos. That was a really good one. That was a damn good zinger. If you were going to try to hurt somebody, she nailed it. Yeah. I was like, actually, that was a really good one. But I thought, all right, well, okay. Good lord, um, I can't. But that, that I mean, this is I'm getting I'm getting worked up now. So, I don't think I think you're very restrained right now. But it's not going to stay that way, is it? No. As this story continues. Yeah. Right after this. Okay, and now we continue with our story. <laughs> So um, I, may I, was, I may I reveal to folks listening that yeah. you're telling a story with tears in your eyes. This is <laughs> this difficult. is hard to talk about. Yeah, it, it's difficult. Thank you and for it's doing a, it. It's upsetting, and it just it brings a lot of questions to mind on on should I have just stayed out of it? It really isn't any of my business what her children were doing. Mm, um, we'll talk about that. But um, uh, regardless of that, I, I was surprised that she would attack another person with her children there. And her child is looking on at how her mother is behaving to somebody else. It was it was just interesting. Um, her Kids. boys are still hanging over the seat at this point. I, I finally just said to her, you know, uh, you, you really need to relax. We've got a long flight ahead of us, so just relax. And that kind of shut her down for just a little bit. Um, she proceeded to tell me three times during the flight that I was too fat to fly and that I should buy a second seat. Jeez. Um, which I, I could go over every minute of the three-hour hour flight, but I will Are there other people observing this yes. behavior? Uh, at one point, as the stewardess came down for the first drink, um, I, I thought, you know what? I'm going to try to diffuse the situation here, and I'm going to buy them drinks because I heard her telling in, a, her, in her very loud voice to her husband that she wanted a cranberry vodka because, see, this conversation is now going through all the seats, and they're just a whole loud family. So I thought, okay, well, this will be a good way to just put a lid on it. I'll buy them drinks. So the stewardess comes down. The husband in front orders their drinks, and she comes to me, and I said, I kind of leaned over, and I said, you know, I'd, I'd like to pay for their drinks. And she looked at me. She'd seen what had been going on with the children flying through the air and all this, and she said, you want to buy them drinks? And I said, yeah, I, I know. Um, I just kind of want to get through this flight. And I'm thinking that'll be an, an olive branch that it'll be like, okay, I'm sorry. I was well, it'll a, be an olive. I was a bitch. And yeah, thanks for the drinks. You know, okay, let's just forget about it, right? Well, he had already paid for them with his little tickets. I guess you get drink tickets. So I was like, all right, well, at least I tried. And she said, are you sure you don't want something? Of course I did, but I, I had to drive home. So I didn't have any drinks. So they were drinking. I wasn't drinking. I know, huge surprise, right? <laughs> That's normal. That's not like me. Yeah, no. What's going on? <laughs> That's not like me. You know what? Next time you need to call me before you get on the flight. Oh, why? And just get as slaughtered as you want, and then I'll pick you up at the airport and take Aww. you home. I may have to. Yeah. I, I don't do well with people in airplanes. Well, a any... well it, it's great that they, that she and her husband were having drinks because if they, she wasn't cranky enough to you, let's get her a little bit snockered right. and then see how she behaves. Well, I actually thought that might help. Maybe she was just go to sleep anyway. You know needed to just relax a little bit so i i was happy to buy her more drinks but uh she just got worse as as it went on um so uh at one point both of her boys got out of the aisle and decided they wanted to come into our aisle to be with the mother and the other three-year-old so i unbuckled my seatbelt. i let them all come on in well why didn't you just let them climb over the top of you 
because they were standing there staring at me <laughs> in the aisle. And the mother, of course, is doing whatever, talking loudly with the three-year-old. And I mm-hmm. said, do you boys want to see your mommy? And I let him in. And in they came. So now I'm sitting back down with her, her toddler, and her two boys, all in our row. And you can see the passengers around just shaking their heads like, really? This, this cannot be going on. One gal next to me and leaned over and said, I can't believe you're taking it like this. And I said, you know what? Actually, this is really good material for the show I do. And What's she, the clueless dad doing meanwhile? Is he just vegging out He's up, there? up front and he's sleeping and occasionally turning around and waving to his rather loud daughter. And uh, just, yeah. Again, and again, I don't want to judge people and how they parent, but but my point is they weren't well, making it sounds like they weren't have... making any 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 effort to create an environment that uh, would be satisfactory for all of the passengers, and and that this is where I have an issue because I, you know, I said to her after the third "you're too fat" comment, I said to her, you know. I understand that your children are the center of your universe, but they are not the center of everybody else's universe. So please have some respect. And it just kind of kept escalating. And and I really wonder at what point should I have just ignored it. Um, but well, I was you in, were, I was in you too deep. Essentially, were ignoring it, weren't I, you? I was in too deep at this point. I, I don't. I think the argument could be made. I was butting into a situation that it may have been better to uh, not say anything. Mm. Um, I, I don't I, think so. I, yeah. Well, and, you may think so like when your, I tell yeah, you. Your may, fellow passengers certainly didn't think so either. You may think so when we get to the end of this this story because it, it did not end well. Somehow I sensed that it wasn't going to end well. Yeah. So no, nobody so, died. But it's not that yet, kind of end yet. But it 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 escalated to a point where there is uh, there is actual legal action. Really? Yes. Oh. Aren't you proud of me? Well, I'm. you know what I'm proud of is that you can come on this uh, podcast and tell this story because I can see that you're shaken by it, and it's already been a couple of days ago. Yeah. And uh, maybe it's the kind of thing that, well, you know what, I'll talk about it in three weeks or something like that when I've simmered down a little bit and when it's not so fresh. Not just the little kids, but the snotty comment about that you should buy two seats. Right. I mean, you must have thought, I don't need this. And I don't need this. I, if I could get a parachute and jump off this plane, I would right, right now. Right. And here's the thing, too. Not to be super mean, but she had a mustache. I mean, come on. Well, I mean. So why don't you get a seat for you, your kid, and your mustache? <laughs> why didn't you say it? I don't it? know. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, finally, the <laughs> finally the plane lands. <laughs> and you know what? Just... And you know what? Here's the thing: she had a mustache. I know. How grown up am I? <laughs> How mature is that? Well, uh, she's just. Being I really a... wanted to say it though when she's she said, "Oh mom. yeah, well you have a mustache." I mean, she's just that's... being a role model for her kids because <laughs> the boys want to grow up and have mustaches too some days. Su- oh God! I suppose. Oh, so... That explains the whole thing. She has a mustache, so she's uh, <laughs> self-conscious about it. She's defensive and she's lashing out at people. And maybe she thought when I was putting my finger up to my lips to shush her daughter, I was just sort of pointing out and mocking her mustache. <laughs> that's probably it. Now that you've had a chance to think about it, don't you? Don't I, you feel? Start I to feel do. Differently? I, I should have apologized. Yeah. Mustachioed one. 
So it, it really got, it really, the whole, it, she she also then took her elbow and actually jammed it into me uh, to make a point over the armrest. And at one point I said, I, I can't go anywhere. I'm not sure what you want me to do. I tried to change seats with three other people who were fatter than me just because and I... So did you Did you go... Excuse me. I, uh, I couldn't help noticing you're really <laughs> fat. Uh. Would you like to change seats with me? <laughs> so this was... This were, were three people around me. In fact, one guy wasn't sitting next to his wife. And I said, do you want to sit next to your wife across the aisle? And he looked at me and looked at what was happening in my area. And he said, no, thank you. Oh, yeah. Where he said, I no, no, thank you. I tried another woman behind me. I go, do you, do you want to switch seats? No, no, thank you. Nobody wanted to sit next to her. Oh. Um, Of course not. So I just gave up and said, I'll continue working on my laptop while I'm trying to dodge popcorn and cranberry juice and flying children and magazines and whatever. And and, and where are the flight attendants during this whole time? I mean, I I know one came up and commented on your your willingness to buy them a drink, but are they intervening at all or they just let it happen? I'm, I'm, you know, I, I guess that there is a certain level uh, that will be tolerated in terms of safety for the flight before the attend- flight attendants will intervene. I'm guessing it it didn't get to that point for for these children. They were only merely at the were annoying everybody uh, around us point. So I, I don't think it was a safety issue um, like this three year old who was thrown off of this Alaska flight uh, back in May. Right. It was a safety issue. He could, would not get his seatbelt on. He was had a temper tantrum and his parents couldn't control him. That's why they took the plane back to the gate and got them off. So um, uh, we land and I'm thinking, uh, it, it was just enormously uncomfortable and I thought, oh my gosh, I've got to go down to baggage and encounter them again there. And I'm really not sure what sort of insult she's going to throw. I just thought, you know, I just want to get my bag and go. It occurs to so me. So you're not calculating, man. When we get down to baggage, there, I'm going to just cold cocker. I've had enough. Because <laughs> now, now I can move around, and there'll be, you know. And then I can cut and run, which yeah. I'm good at. Yeah. I just, can... just pop her one right in its snoot, right in her mustache, and then take off. <laughs> I just, I see. I don't want to even deal with that. It's just like I, I it's, it's unpleasant, and I just want to go. Well, I thought it might not be a bad idea to get a picture of them coming down the escalator in case I need evidence. Good thinking. That was my biggest mistake. My biggest mistake was to take their picture. Um, it, it it was the the like the the reaction to that was you would have thought I had um, shot them, shot their children. Yeah. Um, I'd gotten one shot off, and it wasn't really because I was shaking, so it was very blurry. And I thought, dang it, I'm going to get another one. And I wasn't standing there like the paparazzi. I was sort of hiding behind a pole because I didn't really That's want them to see That's what the paparazzi do. Right. Yeah. Well, she caught me. This, the whole, this is the whole problem. I'm just not sneaky enough. This is how it all started. She caught me. Well, you're so huge. She... <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like an elephant trying to hide behind a piece of spaghetti. I couldn't do it. So the second shot. I'm kidding, of The course. second shot that flashed she saw and, oh, it flashed. and fire oh. burned in her eyes and she tore away from her pack uh and her... the husband meanwhile is not involved in this uh, altercation well up till now right up till now no he okay. really wasn't getting involved in what was happening behind us because he was drunk and sleeping so right. good for him thanks which, dad which i would be too if i was married to a woman with a mustache like yeah. that yeah wouldn't He's... you well you know uh maybe he 
Maybe he likes chicks with mustaches. Maybe. Apparently he does. Yeah. He had three children with her. Yeah. Did he have a mustache? No. Okay. That's, that's right. the ironic thing. So he might, she might actually have been the dad. And the other, I mean, it's possible. It, it is, it's possible. If so, then who I thought was the dad was a very tall woman. Extremely tall. <laughs> I've seen those. She, she was about six foot four. I was at Walmart the other day. Sorry to interrupt your story. And I come around, I put something in my car and I go around uh, my car to get in and I and there's a, another figure coming toward me to get into their car and it scared the crap out of me because I didn't expect it. It was a man uh, who was about six foot four uh, in women's clothes. Uh, but a big, but a burly kind of beard, and he had—he's all buttered up with, uh, uh, you know, sunblock and stuff. Wow. And he goes, "Oh, excuse me, excuse me." I said, oh, "Yeah, no, after you, after you." I just—I wasn't expecting it. I'm—he I'm, can do what he wants with his lifestyle. Sure. That's fine, but I—I sure. just, I just wasn't expecting it. Sure. And I thought, "Oh my god." Oh yeah, my tall god. women are unnerving. Well, yeah, some yeah, tall men dressed as women <laughs> are even uh, unnerving. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so. So, so we, now you're in baggage claim. I'm in the baggage claim. I'm waiting to take a picture just in case anything goes down. If things are going down, I want to have some sort of identification. Now, had I really been thinking, I would have hit the button on my video yeah. player on my phone, and I didn't didn't do that. Or at least to, to record the audio of the altercation. Right. If there well, was one coming. you're jumping ahead. You don't know if there's one coming, but there is an altercation because she comes running towards me with fire in her eyes screaming at me you can't take pictures of me that's illegal i'm gonna sue you that was her first she's uh, wrong well i i really did like i looked at her and i still had my phone and i said yes i can of course just you like can. that of course you can she said no you can't i mean it just got into an argument i mean here's the thing if you're gonna be an ass and argue something at least have the facts right and then i'll respect you right but she didn't have the facts right i can take pictures anywhere i want and I took them of you and your your lovely family. Because so, I want to remember you. So she... And by I want to copy your mustache because I'd like one of my own like that. By this time, her husband uh, comes up with the rest of the children and gets right in my face, all six foot four of him, uh, blocking my path and demanding that I delete. And, and by the way, you are going to have to put in a lot of beeps because I'm going to be using the exact language that actually started getting used in, oh, at this boy. point. Well, I'll decide if I'm going to just let it play the way it is said. <laughs> it's a podcast, and yet, uh, well, I'll just, that's my de decision for later. And, and I don't have to, but I, I think it's really important to understand the mindset of these people who had children okay, how in, about this? in the vicinity. How about this? Whenever... You're going to say the F word. How do you know it's going to be that well, word? Well, I'm just guessing that the F word is said. Can't you just say frick instead, which is a, a, in popular? I believe I could, but I think it diminishes the drama of what is about to go down at okay. baggage carousel number 10. I don't want to diminish the drama. You say whatever they said and say it. It, with all the fury. And we, can, or, we can put beeps in. I don't want to offend people. The other thing is, seriously, we don't want to get kicked off of iTunes. So you're, you yeah. probably want to put a beep Would in that it. kick you off iTunes? Not if you beep it. Okay. Well, I don't even have a beep noise in my library. I guess I could just say the word beep. Okay? That's what I'll do. Okay. Whenever you say that, I'll just put beep. Okay. You're going to have to say it a lot. Okay. Let me record several you're beeps. You're going to be so doing can, a lot of beeping so I can So I can grab these later. Okay? okay. Let, me, let me do a Go short... Work. Beep, 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 beep. Do, do them a little higher. Do a beep. Okay. Beep, 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 
Beep. Is that enough? Just a couple more. Beep. Beep. Okay. Okay. That's good. All right. Then I'll... Okay. All right. So <laughs> at this point... Here we go. Um, Here the, we go. The father uh, confronts me right... Very, very chest to chest and <clears throat> starts to yell in a very loud voice, delete the fucking picture. Delete the fucking picture. And I'm looking up at him. She's to my side. The children are all standing there. And I said, your children are watching. Your children are watching. You, do you want to do, you want it to go down like this? And he says, I don't give a fuck what they see. Yeah, seriously, does that not astonish you? Yeah, yeah. That just astonishes, and it makes me want to cry, because I'm thinking, really, you've got kids here. Do you want to teach your children this? Is this what you want them to see? Is this how you want to teach them to handle conflict? I, I was really, uh, first of all, scared and, and very upset for the children who looked very upset. Yeah, and and, well, it, and then are. it bothered me that I was in the middle of something that was upsetting children. Um, and I thought, well, all bets are off now that he's he said that he didn't give a beep what happened. And I said, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's perfectly legal to take pictures. And I reached over to get my suitcase because it's going around, right? I reached kind of down behind him and his wife... <laughs> physically restrained me by grabbing my arm very hard what very hard and pulling me back from my suitcase at the same time she's doing that she screams for security that there is a crazy woman here there's security over and over i mean she really lost it she really had a meltdown there certainly was at that point i decided it was best for me just to stand perfectly still because there were two things that were going through my mind one that was that the people around the baggage claim would think i was trying to steal somebody's luggage or because there were children right in that vicinity i was trying to harm the children in some way so i thought it was best for me just to stand perfectly still that's a lot of presence of mind right there to think of those two things i just i for some reason it dawned on me that people around us do not know what's going down here and i th- i just thought it was better just to stand still and yep, go ahead, bring security on. Let's definitely sort this out with somebody who is smarter with you and has less facial hair than you. So you 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 didn't say that though. No, you, you just no. you you stood still. I said okay. And, and I were said still. okay. Okay. And she still had her arms on me, and she kept turning around. There was a lot of chaos at this point. People are trying to get their bags, and somebody says, kind of looked at her and said, "If you you know if you need security, call nine one one." But they were a little annoyed with her. I still, at that point, didn't know if anybody knew what was happening. And she said, I don't have a phone, which I think is funny because she was texting in the Denver airport. So hmm. I don't know where her phone went. Maybe maybe she got lost under her mustache. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> see, I'm not, that's why am I like that? Yeah, but you got the mustache thing on her. I mean, keep using it. Keep going to the well on that. So... She is still holding me as though I'm going to run away or something. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? She's got your hands on you. She's got her hands on me. On your shoulder? On your on my arm. On your my arm. upper arm. Okay. And as though I'm going to run away. I, I'm thinking, oh, no, no. I'm going to stay right here. We're just going to see this one through. Because she's still saying it's illegal and she's going to sue me. Her husband's still yelling at me to delete the beep. fucking picture and on and on and on. I had to use another beep right Sorry there. Sorry about that. Yeah. It just, it was so ugly and, and, and it would have been ugly enough had their children not been there. I, I keep going back to this. It, it, it bothered me a lot. I, I, it's. 
it just still bothers me and I feel bad because of the kids and that's what bugs me even though they were little shits you're gonna have to use another beat I'm sorry <laughs> no, I were. think I'm gonna let that one go they were horrible little shits and they were bratty but they're kids and it, it bothers me that the whole thing really bothered me well with the with the kind of parenting that you saw in evidence there I think they're going to become old shits eventually too <laughs> I mean that, that's not good I, I know so I, I don't know where to start with this but I thought uh, one thing we would do uh, my son Chris who is a, an occasional producer of this show and I and and is t a terrific and my best friend but he yes he uh, is the father of two yes, I, little shit. I mean, uh, <laughs> two, two girls. I, I'm very interested to get his, so his take I. on this situation. And, 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 and so there's two questions, and I haven't even gotten to the rest of the story, which I, I will share. Can I bring want to keep can I bring, this roll. Yeah, let's don't even take a break on this. Yeah, I want to keep rolling on Do this. You, but, uh, is this a good time for him to come in? Yeah. I, and I have, then I'm going to leave the mic, and I'm going to let him come on. I, I'd love it. I have, I, so I have two questions, and I know you, you have some feelings about this as well. First of all, at, at what point did um, how, how why why is there the sense of entitlement in, in in what I see a lot of parents doing these days that 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 we just the world just has to put up with their bratty children's behavior. Sorry, shrug your shoulders, their kids. What are you going to do? The, the sense of entitlement is what really. This is why I think I really spoke up against her and saying yeah. you're you're not entitled. You're not entitled. You chose to have those kids. You, now they're your responsibility. Exactly. To, they're exactly. not my responsibility. And, you know, and and this this mentality of parents defending bad behavior and this goes back to the not my child syndrome where you you read this over and over and over where something happens in school or there is a a, a child that's gotten into trouble and the parents just say well no nope, that's that wasn't you know he didn't do that not my kid i'm telling you and when i grew up we were accountable mm -hmm. to any adult who corrected us on anything and and I you know you apologize to that you woman. You exactly, yeah. and and it just I I'm thinking so really is this kind of where we're going? Then the other issue is, do we speak up? And Chris, how would you feel if somebody shushed your child? I, I I'm really very curious about all of this because I'm not I don't know that I handled it the right way. Yeah, I don't well, know. first of all, that those kind of parents are just as annoying to other people with children. Because there really is a, a split down the middle of parents who understand that, yeah, a child is not a trophy and that everybody doesn't have to bow down to them. That it, it should be actually just your child and your responsibility. So believe me, when I get on a plane, it's the opposite with my daughters. Yeah. I, I I am so paranoid about wrecking everybody else's flight that I am completely consumed for two or three hours by... Oh, I'm sure. I'm how can I entertain these? How can I... Right. And, and But I go on there consciously, you know, making an effort to warn everybody around me, you know, and right. say, I'm so sorry if there's an issue. First of all, they don't get out of hand because I take care of them that right. way. Right, you, you but, parent them. Uh, but I, And I've talked to other friends and, and, you know, pals in business who say the same thing when they go on uh, a business partner that you know as well. We both say that when we go on, we're so concerned about what will happen with our children and the noise they might cause that... Um, he actually brings, he says, I always bring about $150 cash with me on the plane. <laughs> so that if and when it gets out of hand, I can say, hey, everybody, drinks on me. You know where I am. I'm the guy up here with the kid that uh, is entertaining everybody. So I actually think that's very smart. I think but, that's uh, funny. But, you know, I think what's made this whole thing blow over, I mean, just from hearing it from the outside, is the fact that the woman didn't want to acknowledge 
<laughs> the obvious that, yeah, I've got a, kids who are spazzing out and exactly. I don't want to have to deal with it. And you guys should all have to deal with it. Right. The fact that she didn't acknowledge it. We got on a plane to Denver and I tell this poor guy next to me saying, hey, you know, I'm juggling my just one daughter at the time. But I, I say, hey, uh, and I can tell he's a young guy, doesn't have kids. So I say, hey, I'll, I'll do I'll do my best, man. But I apologize in advance if, uh, you know. And that's, if, that's if, I think, a really lovely, I think that's a lovely thing. That's all you have to do. Yeah. And he looked up and kind of, yeah. oh, okay, man, no, you know, and kind of did the nervous, hey, no sweat, no big deal. Yeah. To the point where by the end of the flight, uh, <laughs> kids and ear infections, she's th- she starts to throw up. Oh. And I shield it. I get it all, all oh my down my front side and everything. But this poor kid next to me kind of puts up with it and kind of, you know, is nervous and, and sweaty about it, but but he puts up with it because I acknowledged it. You know, right. I said, "Man, I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so let me get by here. I'm so sorry." Right. It's the people who don't want to acknowledge it or pretend that it's not happening. And I think that uh, what you said is exactly it. It's a generational thing because there was a you know. Well, Chris, I, not to bring yeah. myself in as the great parent and your mom, but but that's how that's how it was with you guys. Remember, we've talked about episodes where if you were acting up in a restaurant, out you went. Right, uh, and, and and he it, would tie you to, to a tree and leave you out there and to it, a tree. Anything he could tie me to, he would tie me to. Something. <laughs> but I mean, I th- so I think you know the way he was parented is the way he parents. Right, he, he's probably even better, obviously. Right. But but if, if these folks uh, let their kids get away with that, then they've just produced three more uh, right. parents that are going to be disasters with their kids, and right. it'll just it'll just well, is that is that the public's business though? Is that so? The, so my question is this. It, what is that the public's business? I understand. Are are we? Do parents really think that we the world just should put up with their children? Or uh, you know, I, I get it. It's I'm sure that it's hard. I, I don't have children, none that, none that I know of. I love that joke. Yeah, um, never get I have, tired of it. I have eight nieces and nephews. Um, you know, I always made sure that they weren't bothering other people. Was you know, was I wrong? Should I've been defending them and instead of you know, I remember telling you the story of going to the Nutcracker where the woman turned around and shushed my nieces. And I pretty much grabbed them by a death lock on their throat and said, if you, if you say one more thing one more time during the show, we're leaving. Um, but I didn't look at her and say, don't you dare. Because she was right. They were wrong. Yeah. And, and they're kids. I get it. Kids act up. But I yeah. just, this whole issue of... Uh, but kids uh, will act up more if it's the way it's always been. Well, they if were you, obviously allowed. you never allowed, put the yeah. brakes on them, they'll keep right. doing if it. If I didn't tell my daughters to cool it, why would they cool it? Right. If this exactly. mom's not telling her kids to, to exactly. calm down. I mean, the fact that, that some parents are unaware that their children are essentially wrecking everybody else's meal at a restaurant or wherever they are, their experience has to become over... Every now and again, everybody's kids act up. Mine do sometimes where I'm so embarrassed and I think, wow, I just can't. And you, oh, you know, of and course. You want to be anywhere but where you are at that moment because right. you think everybody's looking at me thinking, <laughs> look at this guy who just cannot take care of his own kids. Sure. It happens, but clearly that was not the case in this scenario. You could tell by and, – and I think not to be like a, you know, a preachy guy. I'm super guilty of it, but – I think it's the double-edged sword of all the technology and stuff we're surrounded by now with the tablets and the iPhones and everything, where half the people that I'm friends with, quote-unquote friends with, I don't ever talk to. I I text them. I Facebook message them. But if we ran into each other in person, I'd say, wow, I don't know. I physically talked to this person in a couple years. So we've kind of gotten ourselves... We're not really conditioned to confront each other anymore. We all hide behind emails and texts and Facebook. So you were battling... 
Of course you should say something. But you were battling over, am I allowed to say something here? Is it totally wrong of me to, to point yeah, out the that's obvious in this plane that's that we're all struggle. being held captive right. in? I mean, right. it's silly. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And that's why there's a reality show on. There's been several incarnations of it. There's one on right now. I think it's on TLC. It's called, like, uh, like Takeoff. Or, you know, it's oh, always some it? cliche on. There's one on right now. I just saw it last night, as a matter of fact. And it's airlines dealing with passengers. And in fact, Southwest they is, should has follow been me around. They in. should follow me around for pretty much every episode. But it's, they have it's drama because, on airlines yep. is a daily occurrence. Whether it's a, a drunken passenger, I just went to Mexico recently, and I sat up in the very front and watched them and got not, drunk. Yeah, no, but I watched them not let a woman on, <laughs> right? Because the guy said he saw her stumbling down the jetway, right? And it caused this whole big thing. We were upset because we thought we were going to miss our connection, but it was also fascinating to watch this guy hold his ground and, and say no i'm sorry where's your family and this was she's probably you know mid 50s and saying you know can i please just go to my seat and the guy said no i'm sorry i can't I, i'm not saying that you're threatening but you are a threat to everyone around you because you would not be able to take care of yourself if something went down yeah and it was pretty fascinating to watch where we, when we finally got off even though at the time we were furious because we thought can you deal with this in the terminal can you yank her off of here so we can take off uh, but when we got off, I had to say, hey, man, well handled. Because it, right. it was impressive right. to see. I mean, these guys got to get up in a, a tiny cramped airline, serve you drinks, serve you food, try to, you know, watch your elbows. What well, You know what? It's like a job built around testing your patience. And then they also have to try to put out fires. I mean, they're probably fully aware of what you were going through. Right. But I, do I, they get I in agree. the way? Are they allowed to say something? It's silly. I um, If it really exploded uh, between you and those people or... That's our garage door oh, going yeah. up just below us. Does that mean pizza's coming? Yeah, I think something's and, coming. And the liquor. <laughs> yeah, that's my wife heading down to the store to that's get you right. some. That's right. She heads down to the liquor store every time I show up. I think she should head down and get you some Kleenex, too. Are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm okay. okay. I'm all right. Um, I'm okay. Thanks. And thanks, Chris. I, the, the, yeah, I appreciate your he, insight on that. He, he, You know, he's... He's in the crucible. He thinks about this, and and that's what to my, that story you tell is so incredible to me. You use the word entitlement, uh, and Chris used the word trophy, which I think is great because right. uh, these aren't—they're not trophies. They're not—they're not part of your life. You don't have to. They shouldn't be intruding on your life. You wouldn't. Let's say that there weren't kids. Let's say that they brought somehow could bring three dogs on board. And the dogs were crapping and biting people all over the place. That and would jumping, be jumping, jumping over the seat. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, kids are and basically barking. kids until a certain age are basically animals. Let's face it. And, they are. And you can't let your dog run around the neighborhood biting people. You have to teach your dog, right? Teach it well, and you got to teach your children, right? Well, as well. Right. You can't. There, there is a mentality though there, that some people would say if 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 your if their dog bit you that well you you shouldn't have done that because my dog's good and under normal circumstances. So this is what I'm saying. This, no, I know. People defend their this, dogs up to the this, point this, that the people have to come and have the dog destroyed. They'll still think their dog it wasn't their dog's yeah, fault. Yeah, this and, defensive attitude is, I think, what's most surprising to me in that, um, you know, like I said, when we were kids, nobody ever defended us. You were actually guilty until proven innocent. Well, some, uh, some people today would say that we were, we weren't treated well as kids back in the previous generations they, they would, they would i was routinely spanked I and was, yeah. a lot of people said i can't believe you're 
your parent, your dad would spank you. That's physical abuse. Yes. He, he should have been arrested. Yeah, that's what they say, uh, but that's but we how didn't, it was we done. Did, that's how it was done, and you know what? Not that it makes it right, but... Not, well, I'm screwed up, but, but you know, a lot of people made it through okay. Yeah, you know? yeah, not too bad. So I, um, you know, I just, uh, I, I understand her lashing out because she felt threatened um, and, and lashing out at me and insulting me and calling me fat and those types of things. Oh, and, man. That's and, beyond and, the pale, Lee. And I just, uh, I, I thought, well, it did, it, 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 it did hurt. Um, and then, then the baggage claim is where it really escalated to a place where I'm thinking while I'm in the middle of it, is this really where we how we where we got uh we got from a shush to a very polite shush not even a shush i didn't even make a noise it's a gesture a gesture to which her, finger did you use <laughs> her now grabbing my arm and um, we should tell people uh who cannot see this uh that you actually are bruised on those shoulders where the woman was squeezing you I and did, holding did, you did get some bruises and and that's the other thing i feel like an idiot even saying well yeah i'm a victim it, uh, yeah so she grabbed my arm she bruised it no really was there any harm done but here's my here's my question to you um is it is it a situation now of of sort of teaching somebody a lesson and saying you you cannot treat people like this um, I like I said to you, I want to slap people all day long, every single day. A day does not go by that I don't want to slap somebody silly, hard. In I want to slap their mustache off, but I don't. There, there's, there's a social um, this a d a decorum that you have that you, yeah, we all get frustrated, we all have issues. But I, I was really surprised that she put her hands on me, and I yeah. thought, does she? Is she really? Is she? I must have escalated her her fear for her to react that way to me taking a picture. I'm not really sure what that's based on, um, but but it, it set her off. That was that was the entire thing that made her completely go off and feel necessary to physically restrain me. Hmm. They. I, I don't know what to say because that that kind of behavior. To, to me, seems so obviously wrong. I mean, it's so obviously wrong. How can anybody else have another point of view? If you do, by the way, you could. We'd love you to leave a message for us because we're going to follow up with this. Yeah. Uh, you can go uh, leave messages. Well, you know this better than me, but sure. our phone number where you can leave messages because we have that technology. We yes. have an answering machine. We do. Four two five five two two B U R P. Burp. Burp. I don't know what the numbers add up to. I, I it don't doesn't know matter. And you can also send your comments uh, to us at comments at Peculiar Podcast, uh, Pat at Peculiar Podcast, or Lisa at Peculiar Podcast. Yeah, and I think there's a Chris at Peculiar Podcast, too, isn't there, Chris? I haven't ever checked it if there is. <laughs> I think there is. I would love those emails. I was just going to say, all of this sort of reminds me of this, you know, well, the saying of, you know, treat others how you would like to be treated. And, of course, we don't always. Right. But I, this, it reminds me so much of this sort of unintended teachable moment years ago before I had kids. I was in a movie theater, at like a movie screening, and a packed theater, tons of people, and this uh, mom and her kids are doing their thing, and they're being very, very loud, and it, the movie's started, you know, during the previews is fine, but the movie started, and they're doing things, and, no, put it down, mm -hmm. no, but give some to your brother, mm -hmm. get, you know, it gets one of those things where yes. finally somebody's like, shh, and you start hearing the shh, right. 15 minutes later, you right. hear somebody going, lady, quiet, right. like it's starting, the whole theater's starting to get in on the action, <laughs> and the woman kind of turns around gets very loud i remember she more oh, or less you know oh you shut up oh, you boy. try raising kids you shut up 
causes this whole oh big scene God. and everybody's uncomfortable in the theater. Try and, raising but, kids at your yeah. house and not in the theater. Right. right. And, but then she kind of turns turns it. I don't remember exactly how it went, but then she kind of turns it on the kids even at a certain point. It's like, keep it quiet. You guys down. You know, then all of a sudden she's yelling at the kids. <laughs> and it was some guy from God. the back of the room. And it just, to me, it was, it was unintended, but it seemed so poignant and perfect at the time. Where some guy from the back of the room just yelled. He goes... Oh man, that's somebody's mama! <laughs> and everybody started. Everybody started laughing, and I've never forgot it. Like ten years later, was that is somebody's mother? That's the top of the food chain in somebody's life, yeah. right? And I thought that was that was pretty perfect. That's good. That's good. Um, sorry, there weren't very, very many laughs in this uh, podcast, except for that one. But uh, I, I want there's a little more to the story that you we want. I want you to finish up, Lisa. And okay. Then we. You know, we'll just wrap it up. Yeah, whenever absolutely. you want to. Um, yeah, I. Um, uh, gosh, where where did I leave off? Well, you left off that they the woman was uh, holding you there, waiting for security. She's holding to because she thought I was going to run and off. And we haven't yet had security arrive. At security the point. hasn't arrived. It was it was a little unclear who really had jurisdiction there. Was it uh, airport security? Was it Port of Seattle police? Was it regular police? Was it the SWAT team? I I'm surprised she didn't call the SWAT team because I was obviously a threat. Um, so we just I stood and waited. Meanwhile, everybody's grabbing their bags and leaving. So it's really getting quite quite quiet around there. Nope, uh, nobody's uh, getting involved or commenting or nope. anything. There was one guy, one guy sort of hanging out in a, um, <clears throat> a shirt that had a little uh, logo on it. I couldn't tell if he worked for the airline or not, but he was just sort of standing there. He he was kind of like a Larry guy, Larry, just sort of standing there, kind yeah. of kind of a deer in headlights look on his face, yeah. who turned out to be a witness to most of this oh. uh, occurring, and I think he was the one that had gone to get security after it was announced very loudly that the woman was holding a crazy woman. That would that would be me. Oh yeah, she was holding me. Yeah. The crazy. If I woman. saw you in a crowd, I would immediately identify you as the crazy woman. I was crazy, and uh, at one point. He grabbed all of the luggage and started to walk away and was leaving the scene. Larry and did. Larry did. Yeah. And she's standing there with the toddler who's looking very upset now in her arms. And I'm feeling really poorly about all this, but I'm still really pissed off. I'm, I'm now pissed off at this point because I... Oh, yeah. <sighs> I'm, I'm thinking seriously. The, the, the reaction just did not seem to be um, reasonable given what had gone down. Um, and, and here's the other problem we have, and I don't know if you get into this situation of where we, we expect people to respond how we would respond mm -hmm. in a situation. Sure. It, it is difficult to remember, and that may have been my biggest mistake, that I was operating from a place of how I would respond if somebody right. had taken my picture. I'd be like, well, whatever, but that's not me. That's yeah, it not occurred them. To, it occurred to me when you said that, taking the picture thing, that it almost was incumbent on her to at least come over and say, what are you taking my picture for? Sure. What do you intend to do with it? Sure. What, what is that all about? Right. I mean, she, you had to expect that if she saw you, she was going to inquire. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I, I stood there, and she continued to create, you know, uh, insult me, and and I, I, I just said, well, we'll just sort it out. And at one point, I said, you know, I'll go ahead and delete the picture for you. I thought that might get her to calm down and go away. And I had my phone out, and I was I was shaking. The adrenaline was going pretty well. 
And she, at that point, mocked me and said, oh, look, you're shaking. Looks like you're scared. And I said, I am scared. And um, I, and unbeknownst to her, I emailed the picture. To, I, I emailed it from my phone to uh, my email. Good. <laughs> I said, there, it's, it's, it's gone. I don't know why I'm scared. I, I, maybe it was all those Vincent Price movies I watched when I was a kid. He had a mustache too, you know. <laughs> and and I I am um, at that. And again, it's really all very blurry. Um, yeah, that's what I. Whenever I go through something, uh, and I had something that I got involved with recently that involved a, a fight with another adult. Um, mm-hmm. Let me put it that way. Right. And uh, I mean a physical fight. Um, you got. That, I spent the whole next day. I mean, the whole time trying to just, reconstruct it again. Now, how? What happened? What did he say? What? I, what did I do? Right. Who intervened? What? what and I couldn't. And I can't. It, yeah. It's, it's a blur. You. You really. Your emotions gets, get going. Yeah. And you get. And. And, and, he, and it's. If it it's was really clear. Traumatic. You forget. It, it was really clear that she. She had really spiraled, and I think he had spiraled as well into this sort of, you know, point of no return. Yeah. Um. And they're, they're not going to at that point say, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely we, right. We, we totally, were we were total asses, yeah. and our kids were awful. And and I'm sorry for we, grabbing you and yes, calling you fat. We are so sorry. And you know what? Now that I see you standing here, you look just like perfect weight wise. <laughs> and I'm too skinny. That's my problem. And uh, here's here's a here's a here's a gift coupon to the burger barn. See you later. See? And I'm going to go down now, and I'm going to go to Bartels and get some mustache wax. <laughs> I'll see you. <laughs> Stop making me laugh. I'm really pissed off right now, and I, I don't really feel like laughing. I know. I know. This story is taking longer than your flight. I'm sorry, but uh, but it's uh, but I'm glad you're you're exercising. Uh, so it. I, I'm going to wrap it up here. And part of the reason, so they ended up going, and the husband is yelling, you know, come on, let's go, let's so, get the bitch out of here. Did and, security ever show up? At this point, still nobody's really come. Oh, nobody's oh, okay. really come, and he's like finally dragging all of the you know the luggage out. And I'm th- and I'm standing there. I go, you can't go. You're the ones who called security. We have to sort this out. And and she's sort of wavering between her husband and me, and and th- throwing a couple more insults in there for good measure. This is at, at, make- po- at which point I said to her, I said, you know, I said you're right. I said. Um, you know, I I don't know, uh, <laughs> I don't know a world like yours that where you get to where where you get to be skinny. And I said, you know, you're right. You're skinnier than I. You win, and just sort of left it at that. She then took off with her husband, and they left. So I'm just standing there, and I'm still shaking. And well, this is Larry. So Larry's standing there. Yeah, this isn't saying great things about SeaTac security, by the way, that they never showed up. Well, they did. They showed up. About you know this all happened very quickly. I mean, well, this it's a good thing it wasn't a gunfight. This, <laughs> can you imagine? Jeez, good job, security. Way to hustle. Well, as soon as I finish this donut, I'm going to go down there and straighten things out. That's what I'm going to do. I, I think that the the problem was nobody really knew who, how to call, or what, right? And since she's the one who made the decision to call security, I wasn't going to call them. I just stood there, and you know, eventually I told her to take her hands off of me. She finally did. She finally took her hands off me. I said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay right here. So let me ask you this. Now, in the aftermath, you do have a picture of them. Um, how, if you choose to pursue this, uh, how do you, how do they identify, will they get on the, 
the Alaska, the uh, Southwest Airline people get on their look, look at their um, what do you call it? Their manifest. And, oh and, yes. Oh okay. Already been handled. Really? Yes. So the uh, two officers show up and. We talk about what happened. I said, you know, I'm really not the one that called security, but I'm now that I'm thinking about it, I think I need to stand, stay here and tell you the story. And also I'm wondering, are there cameras that, ah. that, that you can play footage back of really what happened? Absolutely. Of me, of me being restrained. Yeah, they have them. And threatened. Because not only was she restraining me, he was right here blocking my path. So I'm not sure what that's called, but other than just being an ass, and I'm not sure that's an offense. But... Um, she basically said, "Yeah, that." Uh, By the way, speaking said, of an think, ass, she said, "Do you think?" <laughs> speaking of an <laughs> of, of an ass, my wife and I are thinking of getting a mule, uh, uh, a burrow, and here's the name I've come up with for it: Odie. Why? Because then it, Odie, like O A T. Oh, O T. O T. O T. Because they eat oats and. If you put it all together, it comes out Donkey Odie. Donkey Odie. I don't get it. Donkey Odie. I do oh, do <laughs> Donkey Odie. I, I hate you right Wasn't now. Wasn't that worth interrupting I your story? I hate you right yeah. now. It's Sorry. Just ow. Made my head hurt. All right. So. <sighs> so I, I give the story to. Don't worry. I'm going to beep. The, I'm going to beep that part later. To the very nice police woman who's standing there. Her partner comes up and says, well, do you think they're still here? Because, you know, they really should have. She said their, their mistake was leaving. They needed to stick around and give their statement. And I said, oh, I know. And so the policeman actually got in his car and tried to see where if they were going to a rental car. They don't live here in Seattle. They, was, they were clearly visiting. Because this town ain't big enough for you and Which them. Which is just lovely. I'm thrilled that they're in our town. We just we love people like you being yeah, come, here in our come, city. Come visit us again. And uh, she said, you know, or your mustache. She said, I'm going to I'm going to give you a, a case number. Give me a call tomorrow. I do want you to check and see if you have any marks on your body. It's very important. Um, and I'm going to go talk to the Southwest people and see if we can get some information and names. And I said, do you want me to stick around? What do I need to do at this point? She said, no, go ahead and go. Go get a drink and relax and we'll be in touch god i'm so glad you're gonna give them grief they they have, they have it coming i mean these people need to be I asked held the accountable police, for their stupid ass behavior i asked the policewoman at this point i said you know i feel bad i it, it'd be easy for me to walk away from this and I, I asked her i said if you tell me just to forget about it and go on with my life i will totally do that and she said you know i have to tell you she put her hands on you. You, She has no right to do that. Mm -hmm. I can't make up your mind for you on how you want to handle this, but that's not a good thing. And if you want to send them a message, then, then, and I said, now I still have to file this as a criminal offense, regardless of what I want to do personally, do a civil, civil suit, which I, I don't know at this point. Yeah, I don't. Um, and I said, okay, well, um, do what you have to do. So I get in my car and I come home and I, I'm at this point now, the tears are coming because I'm upset and um, why I'm bothered. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just blew it off. Because I didn't deal. have a drink on the plane. And uh, I'm driving home t and, and Friday night traffic is terrible and, and my phone rings during, during my drive home and it's the ever so nice officer, Port of Seattle officer. She says, well, I just had a little talk with your friends. Oh, I, I know. I said, you did. You found them. 
She said, yeah, we um, went to a couple of the rental car places and somebody else who was on your flight knew who we were looking for and told them, oh, those people, they're staying at the Marriott. They overheard them telling people they were staying at the Marriott. Sweet. So the officer went to the Marriott and said, hi, I'd like to ask you a few questions. And I said, uh, she said, now, this might not be very professional, but just so you know, I liked them even less than you did. Oh, that's great. It, it, yeah, they were apparently not very cooperative. She didn't have to offer you that uh, opinion, She by sure the way, didn't. But, yeah. And she said they were very surprised to see her standing at the door. Can you imagine? Oh, I think you'd it's be great. Like, you'd be like, oh, crap. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, I, I was kind of thrilled by that because I thought if nothing else really comes of it, don't you think that's kind of a lesson? And just that they you get, can't do that. Just that they get hassled. They may, yeah. never, they may ever not get fined or anything, may never come of it, like you say. Right. But just maybe next time they want to F with somebody. Right. I don't think I have to beat that. You don't have to beat that. Uh, beat that. Maybe. 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 Maybe, maybe somewhere not. deep in their teeny little Cro-Magnon uh, pterodactyl-sized brain, they might learn a little lesson from this. Hard and, to tell. And then maybe yeah. be able to pass the lesson along to their kids. Someday, Doubtful. maybe. Timmy, <laughs> you know something? On what, Dad? When you were a little guy, your mom and I were complete horses' ashes. <laughs> and we... We messed uh, around with this woman on a plane. What, what woman was it? I don't remember, but she was huge. That's all I remember. <laughs> I know. I just. That's wow. all you can hope for, Lisa. Wow, yeah. So, Lisa, you're the best. Okay. Thank you. And I can, Thanks for letting me share anybody that. Anybody listening to this and says, I have a different point of view on... Uh, and, and go again, for it. I, I don't... You're, you're living on another planet. That's not acceptable to be like that. I, I agree. So I will... Uh, I'll let you know uh, how things go down. Don't know how much I can talk I about the I hope they details. give them life. <laughs> I do, too. For listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at peculiarpodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.